Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Poppin' Off. About pop culture, I'm your host Maggie. And it's me, Steven. And I really hate to start off another episode like this with another tragic death in Hollywood, but fucking Bob Saget! What happened? Yeah, and this one is like, obviously still very tragic, but also just like so unexpected. It's... Like, yeah, what? Like, like with Betty White, you know, like we said, she was 99 years old at that age, waking up every day. It's really, you know, a gamble. <laughs> but Bob, <laughs> I don't mean to make light of Betty White's death, but you know, but Bob Saget, who just hours before he was discovered dead in his hotel room, was posting on social media about how excited he was to be back on stage doing his comedy tour. He was really looking forward to all the upcoming tour dates he had. He was supposed to fly home the next day and be with his family. But come on. Like, I think, and like also from what I've been seeing and reading, is he probably had a heart attack because there was no signs of foul play or drug use. Right. Yeah, that's what I saw, too. It's just so sad. Like, Bob Saget is, like, America's father. Yes, the other day at work, one of my coworkers said, first we lost grandma, and now we lost dad. And I'm like, are you? Oh, my God, are you kidding? Why would (laughs) you say that? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so true. Like, he, everyone watched Full House. Not a single person on this planet, like, over the age or under, yeah, over the age of, like, 12, like, hasn't seen Full House. You know what I mean? I mean, it used to be on Nick at Night every night, and I watched it every night. Yeah, it used to be on ABC Family, like, yes. nonstop. Why? One of the good ones. I know. And he's just, he's just, like, so iconic. I Yeah, and also, reading everybody's statements, like, John Stamos' statement, Oh my God, that one really got me. That was a dagger to the heart. Yeah, that, I saw that statement. That was oh, that was overwhelming. That was so sad. I know. I just, I don't know. It's just so, I don't even have any words really <laughs> to like and describe I, how I feel. Seriously. And like the same thing I saw Candace Cameron, like posting a picture with him and like her whole statement. And just, like, the picture of them hugging on their last day on set together. Like, he cl- he started off the Full House series. He ended it. Like, he, yeah, yeah he just meant so much to so many people. And he I was know. just, like, their family, you know? And everyone, like, all of his friends in Hollywood and stuff, just talk about, like, how, like, genuinely nice of a person he was. Like, he was just someone that you could depend on for anything. Right. Which... I just feel like you can't say that about a lot of people in general. Mm -hmm. And like, those are things I saw before he passed. It wasn't just like people after he died saying these things. Like Mm -hmm. you didn't hear really a bad word about him, like before all of this, you know? Right. Which like shows even more like how he was like such a good man and father figure mentor to so many people. I mean, he like, he was like a second father to like all those kids on set. Yes. Oh my God. Like Mary Kate Ashley, especially like mm-hmm. he raised, raised them on set. Yeah. Like Jody Sweeten had such a, had a rough childhood too. So like mm-hmm. 
he was like very important in her life yeah can people in hollywood stop dying like especially the good ones <laughs> like oh, you guys man, just, i know can you keep it together for like at least a few weeks <laughs> yeah seriously like let us recover <laughs> we just started 2022 we need some time yes let us grieve and then you know let nature take its course or whatever i don't know <laughs> but i just need some time to process yeah really just like to sit with it and like not like to get over one person before i need to start grieving another exactly God. i was not ready for this no nobody was <sighs> okay can we move on to something a little happier <laughs> like oh, a if we lot keep happier yes yeah, so if you talk about bob saget and even betty white i will start crying on air yeah if, <laughs> on if air. maggie starts on crying air. <laughs> on air if maggie <laughs> starts crying i will start crying and then i'm sure everyone listening at home will start crying and just we don't need that <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the golden globes so the Golden Globes were a little bit interesting this year because they were not televised. I had no idea that they happened until they happened. <laughs> I went to bed at nine o'clock on Sunday night. <laughs> um, so I woke up the next morning to my Twitter feed just of all the winners of the Golden Globes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yep. oh um, I guess that happened. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I mean... I did, I did forget that the Golden Globes were not going to be televised this year, which is fine. I mean, I don't really watch that. I really only watch like big award shows to see the fashion. (laughs) That's really it. But this Golden Globes was even more special because MJ Rodriguez, who plays Blanca in Pose, is the first trans woman to win a Golden Globe ever. And if anyone deserved it, it was her. Mm, for oh, sure. Yes. Stephen and I have talked about Pose on the show before and just how amazing everyone is on the cast, especially MJ Rodriguez. She, I mean, acted her ass off, especially mm-hmm. this last season. Yeah, that's a show with like a lot of good actors. But I, like, truly believe that third season, she, like, stood apart from everyone else so much. Like, she carried it. Like, and it, everyone did. else was good. Don't get me wrong. But, oh, like, amazing. she was, like, miles above them. I don't know what happened in between seasons, like, one and two to three. But she, like, stepped up her game. And she deserved that award so much. And just thinking about how many doors this opens for so many people that are in her same community like it's just so it's kind of overwhelming to think about a little bit because like obviously it's been a long time coming but I'm so excited to see what like who else is gonna come forward and follow in her footsteps and she can be the one to say like I was the one that did this (laughs) right for sure I mean and think about like the next trans person to win an Emmy or to win a Golden Globe like it's going to be like an honor of her. You know what I mean? Like she mm-hmm. opened those doors. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited about it. Which has a trans person won an, a golden globe before. I don't think so. I think she's I feel like, like the she's first... the first ever, at least like first in the acting categories. Yeah. And she won in like one of the main ones too. Yeah. Like the best like... actress in a, I think it was like a 
TV drama or something. Yeah. I don't know the exact titles, but something one of the like big that. awards. Yeah. Super yeah. exciting. Who else won awards? I don't even know. Um, I do. So like, I really didn't watch that. I don't watch that many movies anymore, but I saw West Side Story and Tick, Tick, Boom. And both of those won big awards. Andrew Garfield won best actor in a musical or comedy. Um, and I thought he was really good. Okay. Um, and he's very in right now, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I'm still kind of confused about like why he's just so in again. Is because yeah. of the new Spider-Man movie? It or... is. And Tick, okay. Tick, Boom. Like they both came out at like the same time. Okay. I mean, he's always been around, but everyone on Twitter is like, he's like the new white boy of the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are like really thirsting over him. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't really get, but I like I him. Think he's, he's funny. Hot, but he's I don't funny. know. Yeah. Yeah, and then West Side Story won Best Picture, Motion or, or Musical or Comedy, and Rachel Zegler won, who played Maria in West Side Story, won Best Actress, Musical or Comedy, and Ariana DeBose, who played Anita in West Side Story, won Best Actress or Best Supporting Actress. So like they took home like big awards. West Side oh. Story. Okay. Which I feel like isn't really surprising to anyone. Did Jennifer Coolidge win? She did not. Oh. Um, <laughs> the girl from Succession won. Okay. Which is like not really surprising because that wins like every award ever. <laughs> but yeah, I was happy with the results. Okay. Yeah. I literally the only thing I knew about from the golden globes was that mj rodriguez won and that's really all that matters to me i mean that's the most important thing seriously (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move on to some relationship stuff there's been some big news this past couple of days for real the first one jason momoa and lisa bonet dunzo is love even real i'm not so sure not so sure anymore yeah, that was not on my bingo board for 2022. No. You heard my predictions last week. This was not on it. <laughs> no, this was not. Not even close. Not even a blip on the radar. Not even a blip on the radar. Because <laughs> to me, they just seem like a very like normal couple in Hollywood. Like They've been together for 15 years. They got married five years ago, I believe. But they have children together. And their, their relationship with Lenny Kravitz, who is Zoe Kravitz's daughter and Lisa Bonet's daughter, like they all have just like such a good relationship. Right. So like what went wrong? I know. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? All I know is that all the moms out there <laughs> are ready. They've been waiting for this one. Oh, <laughs> Turn <God>. it up. <laughs> Ew, you're so right. <laughs> you, that 45-year-old woman who has a wine glass that says, like, mom juice on it is, like, <laughs> is shitting her pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're so right. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. Like, like every time they were out in public together or just, like, the way that the way that they spoke about each other. Right. It just like really gets me. Is like, I mean, if you're married to someone, you obviously like speak highly of them or like you should. But right. just like, you know, I don't know. It just seemed like they had just such admiration for each other. 
For sure. Yeah. And like for each other's careers too. Yeah. Like they had so much respect for each other's careers. Exactly. So, and oh my God, do you remember that one commercial they did? It was for the Super Bowl where Jason Moa like came home and like pretended to like rip his muscles off and like he was actually like a really skinny noodle looking guy. Yeah. Okay, how you about to do a commercial like that and then get a divorce? Huh? Yeah, honestly, (laughs) fake. Yeah, fake. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm just so I'm telling you guys, love is not real. (laughs) I know. That was a bummer. I yeah, I really wasn't expecting it. Like, like I said, they just seem like so content with each other in life. I know, exactly. Mm. But I don't know, maybe love can be restored again because MGK and Megan Fox got engaged. Woo! Right. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I, you know what? If we thought that Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet were made for each other, these people, MGK and Megan Fox really are made for each other. I'm not going to argue now, on that one. <laughs> yeah. So did you see the engagement ring? Uh, Yeah. Okay, I think it's so sweet. He put both of their birthstones together on a ring. Mm-hmm. And just, oh, wait, but wait, the video was weird. Did you see the video? No. It was like, so he, he proposed, I think, where they filmed the movie that they were in together, I think. But like, I don't know, the angles like in the video kept changing. Like he had like hidden GoPros kind of, it looked like. Oh. But, like, her reaction was really sweet. She seemed, like, genuinely very surprised. And, I don't know, overall, it was, like, really cute and whatever. But then... Yeah. They drank each other's blood. It's like, why do you have to be so fucking weird? Because, like, what is the reason for that other than shock factor? (sighs) Even if you did, why do you have to tell the world? Right. It's like, why can't you just be happily engaged share off your custom-made engagement ring, which I think is so beautiful and just such a sweet sentiment. And then you drink each other's blood. Yeah, that's gross. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, like, it would have been so cute. The engagement ring was nice. And yeah, like you said, he took her back to, like, where they first really met and got to know each other. And that's where he proposed. And then you, like, tarnish it. Yeah. Like, it was this, like, cute, beautiful moment. And then you got to just make it weird. Well, I knew early on in their relationship, too, that they wore each other's blood in necklaces. Yeah. Which is, like, like, why? Why can't you just, like, hold hands and, like, be a normal couple like everyone else? (laughs) Why do we have to be vampires? And a couple weeks ago, they had their long fingernails and they had their fingernails chained together at some like oh, yeah. premiere or something like that. It, I think it was for like um, the launch party for MGK's nail polish. Oh, you're probably right. That would I make think sense. so. But yeah. yeah, that was. Why? Like, why? That could and be the heebie-jeebies. Was... <laughs> yeah. At first, I thought they were like cool and stuff and like, you know just like the overall vibe was i don't know different <laughs> but now it's just weird it's just really fucking weird yeah they're like that couple in high school that everyone's like just stays away from 
Oh my god, they always get compared to those people. Like when the final bell rings and they're still making out in the. That's gonna say they're making out like in the stairwell. <laughs> yes, yes, they've always been compared to that, and like that's so true. Yeah, it, it's just like you can't look away though. <laughs> At the true. same time, true. That that's very true. Like people on Twitter will be like, "I don't want to know anything about these people," but honestly, like I do. Exactly. Like, tell me more. I want right. to know more. Like, what do you do in private if this is what you're doing in public? Right. Like. Do they have like a sex dungeon? They seem like those people. Oh, I, they have to. But then it's like, how do you have a sex dungeon? We have like, you know, kids. Well, they can buy like a, a separate place for it, you know, probably. Oh, I guess. Yeah, they are rich. I guess and MGK, could... like, does, he probably has his own place. Yeah. I mean, now they're engaged and they'll like probably live together and stuff. I don't know what their yeah. living situation is right now. I don't either. I don't think they're living together, though. I don't know. I don't know. They're probably into some freaky shit, though. <laughs> and I don't want to know, but I really want to know. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, like, nervous, but, like, please tell me more. Well, like, <laughs> intrigued. <laughs> right. Okay. We need to move on before this gets too out of hand. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the final Coachella lineup. How do we feel? Um, It seems okay. A lot of people are like upset that harry is headlining and i don't really i mean like from some tweets i've seen like i get why some fans are upset and it's because like he's planning to do this huge festival but like he can't reschedule tour dates in europe and stuff so i kind of understand from that perspective like that's probably frustrating okay but i i don't know it's just the whole thing with like how the person that like owns or like runs Coachella is like donates to all those anti LGBT LGBTQ plus organizations and stuff. But it's oh, I like I forgot about that. Okay, that just like really confuses me because I just cannot see performers like Harry, like Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Beyonce headlining Coachella when they're such like big gay advocates right and then i don't know it just like really confuses me right yeah i don't really know i don't know much details about that if i'm being honest yeah i feel like i can't really speak on it because i don't know like i just don't know how true it is right because if like if that were true then how come thousands of people go to this festival and like all like all these celebrities and all these people that, like I said, are gay gay icons performing and headlining. I just I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, that's a tough one. But I feel like like anywhere you're gonna tour, like at some sort of arena, like we'll say like the Verizon Arena or something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the person who works at Verizon could also be homophobic too. I feel like it's like a hard line to cross. That's true. Or not to cross, but to like determine if it's okay or if it's not. I feel like it's gray. That is true. I don't know. know? Like, I don't know the details. Like, I don't know what this guy did, what he said. I don't really know. I just remember being a controversy, like, for like a minute. Yeah. And like, people still bring it up, but like, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird thing to me. I don't know. But yeah, people are just they're not very happy that Harry Styles is performing and 
I don't understand why, because first of all, this means that he's more than likely going to release new music this year. Like I guarantee, I'm going to say a month before Coachella, he's going to release a new single and then he'll release a new single the week before his performance. And then shortly after that will be an album. I feel like I remember something about him releasing music this year. Yeah, and Beyonce like too, and like a bunch of other people. And it's like, okay, I mean, Harry probably, that's very likely. Beyonce's always releasing music though. <laughs> well, I mean, like a full album. <laughs> a full saying. album. Okay. I guess, yeah. 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 I don't know. That's hard to say. But I don't know. I saw the list and I was like, it's fine. I don't know. I feel like those festivals never really entice me. Festivals are always like weird to me because it's like, I might like the headliner, but like, what about everyone else? You exactly. Know? I don't want to pay that much money to be so far away from the headliner if I don't really care about the rest of the performers. Right. But also, like, if you're going to Coachella, you probably don't really care about music in general. You're just going there to like snort coke and look pretty. Yeah. To take an <laughs> Instagram picture. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, With, and like, it doesn't matter who it is because they're going to like sell out anyway and it's you know what I mean it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter like it could be anybody to me like Billie Eilish isn't like a a festival headliner favorite but whatever well what year was it 2018 when she didn't headline but she was one of the big performers yeah I remember and I don't know I heard like nothing but great things about her set so it was weird I don't know I just maybe she'll get canceled because she does something wild at Coachella Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe one of your predictions will come true. <laughs> I saw like I saw on her day while it was going to be there and Rena and Meg. So I feel like that was like the best day to me. Yeah. With, like, all the people. Carly Rae Jepsen is performing one day. Um, yeah. Phoebe Bridgers. I don't understand like the whole Swedish House Mafia thing. Yeah, I... <laughs> They're an I interesting choice. Did people still listen to them? I have not heard a song from them since like 2011. Yeah, same. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I guess they must still be big. Well, yeah. Well, they had they've had like Metallica and pe- people like that before, I guess. Oh, but yeah. I feel like they're in a whole nother league than yeah. <laughs> Swedish House Mafia. And and Rage the Machine was supposed to perform too. That was but... a weird choice to me. I don't know because I, I mean people still know their songs but do mm-hmm. do people know Swedish House Mafia songs? No. I know. I mean not me. Yeah. Don't you worry child isn't that them? Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. Can you name of. another one? Insert cricket noise. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. That doesn't really make sense to me but like Every year I look at the Coachella like list and I'm just like, I mean, yeah, I like some of these artists, but like it would have to be like, I don't like, I don't want to go to a big festival like that. First of all, like the crowd terrifies me, not even just like with all that's going on in the world, just in general. Like I've mm-hmm. always thought about like just being trapped in a large crowd kind of terrifies me in general. And then we see what happened at Astro World, And that just really turns me off even more. 
Well, I think for one, the crowd that's going to Coachella is not the same crowds going to Astro World. <laughs> and unless you're on Kanye's day. Oh shit, that's true. <laughs> Cuz that's the same. Yeah, you're right. But this is the same picture. <laughs> that's true. Well, then I was also going to say I hope that we've all learned a lesson. <laughs> Maybe we'll learn to to take care of each other and not act like rabid animals. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> like I'm not typically like claustrophobic, but I've always felt claustrophobic claustrophobic when I think about like Coachella and Lala. Yeah, well, I was in the crowd for Lollapalooza with Ariana Grande, and it was really tight, but I don't know. I just, like, didn't think about it when she was on stage. Yeah. I don't know. And then I just, like, when I got home, I looked at my clothes, and I was so dirty from, like, people's makeup and glitter and, like, stuff rubbing off on my clothes. Yeah, it was nasty. (laughs) Yeah, that's, like, such a turnoff for me. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. But... I don't know. I guess it's just like something to experience though. Right. Anyways. um, Okay. I guess we're going to move on to fucking Jamie Lynn Spears and this stupid ass interview she did for Good Morning America for her new book called Things I Should Have Said. Jamie Lynn, shut it. (laughs) Literally do not want to hear a single word you have to say unless it's something positive about your sister. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I didn't watch any of it or read about it because I knew it just pissed me off but like feel free to narrate fill me in so I didn't really watch (laughs) it either I saw clips and this one clip I saw um Jamie Lynn was talking about how early in 2020 when they were like quarantined together like she had like such a scary encounter with Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn was holding her baby and Brittany was like yelling at her and like getting in her face. And Jamie Lynn Spears' daughter that ruined Zoe 101 had to get in between them and like break them up. And I was like, and what about it? I don't know. It just sounds like some stupid family drama. She didn't like beat the shit out of you while you were holding your child or something. You probably did something to piss her off or she just pissed off about the state of her life and the world. So relax. Yeah. Is she not allowed to get mad? I know. It just seems like so stupid to me. And then she, she claims that she tried to get Brittany the resources and everything she needed to get out of the conservatorship. Um, If that was true, she would have been out of the conservatorship way, way long ago. Yeah, I totally agree. And then, like, why did Jamie Lynn wait so long to say that? Exactly. Like, why did she, when the movement took off, like, why did she not become, like, an advocate for it? Right. She should have been in the front lines, in the trenches. Yes, literally. Maybe she couldn't have, like, solved the whole thing. But she really, like you said, could have been in the trenches, getting her own better lawyer, getting her dad to maybe, like, back the fuck off and she could have talked him down or something i don't know that's why i don't believe it i don't want to hear the things that she should have said because no one cares it's so easy for her to be like i did all these things because it's just like he said she said like right okay and it just doesn't make sense like she like she would have been way bigger of an advocate if this were all true i feel like like maybe she said something to Britney. That's probably partially true. She probably was like, "Hey, 
like maybe we should try getting you out of this or something like that but mm-hmm. I don't believe that she got all the resources she possibly needed like, yeah oh, come no. on now. do you remember no. like a year or two ago <laughs> when Jamie Lynn Spears admitted to running over her cats no <laughs> so what like a year or two ago she was tweeting at Tesla because she owns a Tesla and she was like I'm and I'm gonna get my legal team or something because your car is so quiet. My cats were sitting under my tire and they didn't move when I turned on my car because the engine is so quiet. So she admitted to publicly to running over her cats. Like this is the woman we're supposed to take her word for. Where like this bimbo? What? <laughs> you don't remember that? No. Oh I think my she god. Tweeted it. <laughs> sometimes I, I just sometimes I, I wish that people could see our like facial expressions. <laughs> yes, I am feeling very dumbfounded at the moment. I feel like that's what my facial expression looks like. I um yeah, she yeah. blamed Elon Musk January 19th, 2021. I know that there are much bigger things to worry about in the world right now, but someone's got to let Elon Musk know that Tesla is a secret cat killer and it's a problem that we really got to fix. Get I don't out. even want to tell you how many cats are lost because they don't hear the Tesla crank. <laughs> so she's like, can't even count. Well, she think, ran I over she multiple was, cats. I think she was also saying that like other people in the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like I did not make this up. <laughs> she oh. tweeted this out, but this was public. Like, there's articles about it. And this is the person who are, who are supposed to like give this platform on Good Morning America and let her talk this shit about this poor woman who's already been scorned enough. Like, no, shut up. If you're buying her book, shame on you. Yeah, please do not buy it just to read this, just because you're curious. Please. I guarantee everything you need to know is probably in her interview. Yes, exactly. Ugh. I, I just wish everyone would just leave Britney Spears alone and stop trying to profit off of her and her pain. Yeah. I've had enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just, J- Jamie Lynn, you could have been so good. Just be an advocate for your sister. We all love Zoe 101. She should just continue to talk about Zoe 101 and that's it. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to, okay. I know me and Stephen are probably going to sound like hypocrites because we've <laughs> said before that we hate the idea of spinoffs and prequels and sequels and all that shit. But before we started recording, Stephen informed me that there is going to be a big mouth spinoff and that as a spinoff, I support and that I will watch because mm-hmm. I love big mouth <laughs> is everything. Yeah. I is everything that we should hate, but I love it. Yeah. Honestly, like, me and Maggie don't really like that like raunchy, like childish humor all the time. But with Big Mouth. But for some reason, with Big Mouth, it, it, it just, I can't it just get enough. tickles our funny bone. I cannot get enough. It's just, I always describe it as like a bad car accident. Like you just can't look away. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. It's just like yeah. so outrageous, 
but like you want to know more. Yeah, it definitely crosses the lines quite a bit. Usually like once oh, an yeah. episode, there'll be a joke where I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, you're like, ha should I laugh? <laughs> <laughs> and um, the spinoff is called Human Resources. So if you know anything about the show, you know that like the kids' emotions and puberty and like the way they deal with the world is like regulated by these monsters. So like their puberty and stuff is regulated by the hormone monsters. And it's just so funny. And basically the show is going to be about these monsters. So like the shame wizard and the hormone monsters and the the depression kitten and all those other things that fit into that mold. The love bug. Yes. They, and I feel oh like my God, they were so funny. <laughs> they were hilarious. And I feel like it's, yeah, it's just gonna be like all of them will probably get new characters. And I'm just like excited to see behind the scenes. Yeah. I'm going to have to go watch the trailer as soon as we get down here. <laughs> the trailer didn't really, it was just like, a, it didn't really say anything. Oh, okay. It was just like a teaser trailer, like basically like, it just gave like a voiceover. It wasn't like any details about it. So you're not oh, missing anything. Okay. Okay. Then I'll wait. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so excited. <laughs> I mean, most importantly, Maya Rudolph is back. So yes. Kiki That's... Palmer will be back with her <gasps> character. Hate worm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's going to be good. This is a spinoff I can get behind. Yes, but we are hypocrites, I, but yes. we're acknowledging it. So exactly. like, that's something. We own it. That's the first time of recovery. <laughs> so <laughs> whatever. Okay. I can say one thing, one episode, and then contradict the next. It's, it's, yeah, it's what our are you show. And if you don't it? like what, it, what are you guys going to do about it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready to get into our toast and our roast? I'm very ready, actually. Then go ahead. Take it away. <laughs> My roast, uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but so this might be some like journalistic malpractice, but like I'm not a journalist. So who gives a, a crap? You know, <laughs> I don't need to swear right now. I just felt like I shouldn't. I don't know why. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now we will. We will now be censoring ourselves. Um. My nephew, who's like not even a year and a half old, is upstairs running around and I can hear him right now. So I just felt like I like had to censor myself for whatever reason, (laughs) as if he could hear me, even though he literally listened to my podcast the other day. So he probably (laughs) already heard me swear. Anyway, (laughs) my roast goes to Drake. So I don't know if this is true. I saw it on Twitter. I looked up an article about it. So (laughs) there's this Instagram model who allegedly slept with Drake. And she came out to say that he put hot sauce in the condom mm-hmm. to I read this. kill the sperm cells. I did not know this was a thing that people do. Well, it's like, is this true? Like you said. I know. I know. <laughs> if it's true, whack as hell. <laughs> but if not, it's still funny. Well, I mean, okay, if it's true, is it whack as hell? Because she tried putting all the sperm that was in the the condom in her inside of her. You you are right. And that's how she found out there was hot sauce. Which, if this is true, how did she see the hot sauce in the condom? Hot sauce is like bright red. She felt it. 
But how did she see it? Like when she took the condom out of the trash, you know? Oh, 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 I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. Like how did she see it before she, you know, tried to shove it up in there? That's a good question. I, I'll have to ask her for more details. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> gaps in the story here. Right. I mean, we only have like one statement, so we don't really know yeah. how the story exactly went um, or if it's true at all. But I just felt like I had to bring it up because what the hell? <laughs> And does Drake just have hot sauce, like, sitting in his bathroom, like, ready to go? And, like, okay. Yeah. You just, like, you're, like, oh, let me just uh, take this off, walk away from you for a second, and just pour some hot sauce in there. Right. Because usually you kind of just, like, take it off and, like, throw it in the trash right you there. You think you would just dispose of it. Yeah. Right. Um, Sir, just tie it and, like, bring it with you if you're that worried. <laughs> just put it in your pocket or something. <laughs> Yeah. It's also gross, but like. That is gross, but like, yeah, why wouldn't you just tie it? Because when you tie it, you can't really get it untied. And if you like cut it, then like everything falls out. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's, think... there's just so many, there's just too many gaps in the story. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I hope she's telling the truth though. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I just like, I felt like I had to bring it up in some capacity. So like, it's kind of a roast, but like, not really. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just had to. <laughs> um okay. And my toast goes to Avin Jogia. <gasps> did you see his photo shoot? Of course I did. Okay, I I'm going back to Instagram man. right now to to I'm look in love because with him. I follow his every move. <clears throat> his every move. <laughs> okay, I'm just I just have to look it back up because the makeup, the hair the hair the outfit he's looking Ugh. like a vampire in a cheesy 80s movie in all the best ways yes and we live yes like the guy liner that matches with like the spiky blonde mm-hmm. bleached hair mm-hmm. baby baby <laughs> uh, beck is that you <laughs> That is not Beck. That is no. That is some not other Beck. creature. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but thank you, sir. <laughs> that, that's all I gotta say. Well, on that note, I'm a little sweaty thinking about it. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like envisioning the pictures in my mind. I'm like, wow, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, the heart starts beating a little bit faster. Yeah, uh huh. Get a little uh-huh. blush going on. I do. I do. <laughs> Okay, my roast goes to Gia Gunn, who has been on RuPaul's Drag Race. She was on season six, and then she was on All Stars three, four, one of those. Gia Gunn has always been a troublemaker and just like always been doing the most. But when Gia Gunn came back for this, is a little bit of backstory. Gia Gunn came back for her All Star season. She was an out trans woman. Okay, great. Love that. So on this season that is now airing of RuPaul's Drag Race, there are two out trans women in the cast, which is great. We love it. But Gia Gunn tweeted, she's like, wow, two out trans women on the cast. The doors I've opened. Gia Gunn, can we just take a second and think about all the other trans women who came before you who have 
who have opened the door as well. Kylie Sonique Love, who just won All-Star 6. Carmen Carrera. Got Mick, who is a trans man that was on season 13. We're on season 14. So that's already someone else who came out or who was already trans when they were on the show. Oh man, what was her name? Monica Beverly Hills, Bianca Beverly Hills. I can't remember her exact name, but she came out as a trans woman on the show. But, But my point is there has been so many trans people on the show that she acts like she's the only one who's ever done something, which is so annoying. And I'm glad that, you know, the people who have been on the show came for her and like, put her in her place right like what kind of role model like she's acting like she's this big role model and like she opened all these doors but like what kind of like person are you for like clapping yourself on the back exactly like Like, why wouldn't you just be like wow so great to see even more trans women on the show yeah just be like i love the trans representation exactly leave it at that the doors i've opened dot 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 the doors i've opened like I'm about to shut them in your face. Like, come on. (laughs) Literally, like, when I think of the trans people who have been on RuPaul's Drag Race, I do not think of Gia Gunn because Gia Gunn, first of all, her drag kind of (laughs) sucks. And second of all, she just, like, was never, like, a nice person on the shows. And, like, I'm not saying that, you know, being everyone's friend on the show is, like, always the best move. You know, you like a little bit of drama and stuff. But she's just, like, Exactly. But she just like went out of her way to be mean and like for no reason. So it was just always very off-putting. And this is even more off-putting. This just adds more fuel to the fire. Right. Huh. So yeah. Goodbye, Gia Gun. <laughs> yeah, I'm <Ooh>. yeah, boo. <laughs> Corny tomato <Tomatoes>. tomato. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Whoever started that on Twitter. Thank you. I love I that. Love it. <laughs> Okay, my well, it, was, toe- it was a TikTok zone first. Oh, now it's on. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it's funnier on Twitter because like seeing the tomato emojis is really funny to me. I don't know. I love it when you just quote it. Yeah. It's like when somebody says something stupid and they just quote it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boo, like a total shutdown <laughs> ratio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. My toast goes to Netflix for having a 90 minute movie section. I don't know if this is new or not. It's new to me. And I'll tell you something about me and Steven. We cannot stand when a movie is over 90 minutes, including the credits. There is no reason for a movie to be over 90 minutes. Agreed. You can tell (laughs) a complete story, a complete well-done story in 90 minutes or less. Mm -hmm. I do not need to be sitting on the couch or in a movie theater for two and a half hours. Yeah, I can only do it if I'm in a movie theater. I I can't do it at home. It's like, well, even I think especially when I'm in a movie theater, I'm like, how much longer? Because I can't, (laughs) I can't like, you know, click pause and check the time. Right. I usually can focus when I'm in a movie theater, but when I'm at home, I have to watch them in more than one sitting. Like I just said, I I just watched Tick, Tick, Boom over two days. I can't. It was like two hours. I'm like, I can't do this. So this Netflix section was definitely made for us. I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what's on it. I haven't really browsed it. I just saw it was a thing. And I'm really glad that there's people out there who are also in the same boat as us and want this and cannot stand sitting for a movie for more than 90 minutes, including the credits. Listen, screenwriters, I'm begging you. <laughs> 
cut those scripts. Get rid Please. of the unnecessary scenes. I promise you, you have enough character development. Cut it. Yep, cut <laughs> get it. Get to the juicy bits and let's go. Yep, mm-hmm. let's get the show on the road. I only got so many time, <laughs> so much time in the day. <laughs> I could have, I could have enough time to watch it. I just can't. Like I, I can't I, yeah. bring myself to sit down for that long and watch I can't. it. I know. Hmm. Well, like I said, I'm glad that other people obviously call for this too. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. You know where to find us on Instagram at pop enough about pop culture. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are streamed. If you're listening to us on Apple podcasts, give us a five-star rating, like subscribe anywhere else, leave us a comment, all that jazz. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell a stranger on the street. I don't care. People in Hollywood stop dying for a little while, please. (laughs) Please. We're begging you. Give us time to grieve. Bye. Bye.